What's up, guys? So today, Snack the Ripper, original Vancouver artist, uh, toured around the world, toured in Europe, toured in the States, toured in Canada. Uh, you'd probably know him if you're an OG fan from What Street back in the day. Uh, he's continually put out albums uh, from 2006 to 7 to 2019. Uh, he's one of the original guys from Vancouver uh, guys like Mercules have come up under him and if you know Stomp Down Killers if you know Stealth Bomb Records um, you know this uh, FN SDK all these guys uh, that's all you know Snack has his fingerprints uh, all over the music industry here in BC very dope conversation with him never I've never seen that side of him I saw the Scott in him um, you know he's a father he's a husband uh, he's a down-to-earth creative guy uh, he's a guy that's loves to plan and, and get full creative control around his shit he's an entrepreneur he's a businessman uh and he's a he's a guy that you know has been through a ton of shit has really lived that life so uh if you want to dive into who snack the ripper really is get some context around his music if you've been a fan for a long time check this shit out you'll love it thanks guys snack what's going on bro what's going on bro what's happening man what are you up to these days um fucking being a rapper bro <laughs> That's so, it. So rapping like, and rapping and dadding, you know? So, so like, uh, so you're at the coffee shop, say, let's play a hypothetical. And someone walks up to you and they just, oh, this is an interesting guy. Like, uh, uh, what do you do? You know, what the hell do you say to him? He's like, uh, you know, I, you know, what do I do? <laughs> I'm a rapper. In the day, back in the day, I was really quick to just be like, I'm a rapper. Now right. it's, now it's like, I mean, I'm older. It's a little bit it's something, I'm, you know, I just say I'm an artist, man. Mm-hmm. that's that's my trick i'm an artist bro and then where does that go i say the same thing at the um at the the customs right at the airport yeah say i'm an artist and never say i'm a rapper did you get in shit back in the day for saying you're a rapper like at customs or something like that? oh yeah well yeah. i mean though people you know it's stereotyping right if, of course anywhere like especially yvr right you get rappers coming oh, and going and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the border and shit <clears> so and you know just whatever they like to mess with yeah they like to mess with people you're yeah you know and you're gonna be the first one they want to mess with too. and they see me and i got tattoos on my and neck shit. and shit and they're yeah. like oh hey what hey where, where are you going you have cash blah yeah. blah i'm like yeah. oh, i'm just an artist yeah. man don't worry about me yeah yeah I, I do art yeah that's what i do i do yeah. art i paint pictures and sing songs bro literally yeah that's hilarious i love it dude you you've been in this for you're a decade deep you're yep. 12 I started in 2000, I think I, I started rapping, like, perf, like well, taking it more serious in 2006. 2007, I released my first album. So, so you're from 12. Maple Ridge originally? Yeah. Um, what high school did you go to? Garibaldi Secondary School. Garibaldi Secondary School. It's, it's where the, um, it's like on the east side of Maple Ridge, so it's like the more redneck right. of the high schools. Perfect. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. That's where I come from. So I went to high school at GP Vanier Secondary, which was all redneck in Courtney, British Columbia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good old times out there in Courtney for sure. So yeah. my first day of high school, not even first day of high school, my first introduction, you know how they have like a, the student leaders give you a tour around the school and all that mm-hmm. stuff? They went by, the, went by the cafeteria and there was guys like lighting hand sanitizer in swastikas on the cafeteria tables and oh, I was wow. like, oh this is great oh wow so i feel you on that yeah <laughs> um yeah i feel you on that for sure so when you were in when you were in high school what was the what was the game plan because everyone now you're an established artist 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you're very, you have your lane, you're very well cemented. What was the game plan back in high school? I had no game plan. No? No. Nothing? I had no game plan. So you were just writing? No, in high school, I wasn't even, I mean, I listened to rap and shit, but like, in high school, I was more into skateboarding and graffiti. Mm. That's how it started for me. Mm. And, um, and like to really get into it, like I had a, I had a, a moment in my life where <clears throat> I feel like everything that where I am right now, it all stems from this one moment. You know what I mean? I, I feel like, you know, life has like, you know, forks in the road or whatever. This yeah. was like a major one for me. And it's, it was when I was younger, <clears throat> I was like playing with, with fireworks and shit. And like I had screechroos and all that shit. And I ended up building pipe bombs and I was selling these little you know, oh, pipe bombs at school. Shit. That's the kind of kid I was, right? I was a little bit of a shit. So, <laughs> so I was building these pipe bombs and, and one ended up blowing up in my face. And, um, and I was really into music at the time, like playing guitar and shit, but I ended up blowing off part of my finger. Oh, Do you know what I'm saying? Damn. And it kind of, it, it fucked me up a bit because I've been playing for five years and you I thought, play. yeah, I mean, music was my life, bro. Right. And, and I couldn't play anymore. Yeah. Well, I could, but I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't as good. It was hard. I had to relearn everything. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, it was, I lived in a small town. So suddenly, I, and this is around the time like of like trench coat mafia type of shit. So oh. when people see me come back to school, oh, there he is. There's a guy. There's a guy right, that was right, building right, bombs. Right. That's the bomb kid. There he is. You know what I mean? So it kind of fucked me up a little bit in the sense because I was already kind of a loner and shit. Um, I didn't feel like at place around other people or like kids and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I was really outcasted. Yeah. And people, I beat the shit out of kids all the time. So like, so it was, it was like... It was just a, you know, it was a bad place for me to be. I, I just became kind of like secluded in my own world, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's when I started getting into graffiti and shit. And then graffiti was, you know, it, and I was I was angry, you know what I mean? Kind mm -hmm. of at myself and the world. I was listening to Tupac and I was yeah, starting yeah. to learn a new thing called graffiti. And it was like so fun because I'd do, throw a tag up on the, the wall and, and, and leave. And nobody knew it was me. But it was like, you know, do enough of those. People start talking. I remember times being on like the bus in Coquitlam. And kids are like, oh, this guy's on every fucking bus. And Shit. I'm just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was, Crazy. I went, I went legendary hard back Crazy. in like the late 90s out here. But, um. But, you know, and then that's what, you know, the moving from the suburbs to the city because of graffiti, you know, because this is where the epi like the yeah, hub yeah, yeah. of the graffiti was in the area. You know, it's the big city dream or whatever. You got. One day I'll be known in Vancouver. Vancouver. That was my that was my <laughs> my goal, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I ended up moving out here and I was I was on probation. I wasn't even allowed to be out of Maple Ridge after, how, how after 6 p.m. How old are you there? I was uh, like maybe 12. 19 or, or when that when the pipe bomb shit happened yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like 17 and then probably okay. by the time i was 19 if you remember back in the late 90s there was like a transit strike out here and there was like they no buses and shit like the all for the whole summer there was no Nothing. it was transit was dead you were stuck no out sky in i was out in maple ridge and we just <laughs> fucking destroyed that town yes with graffiti but anyway <laughs> whatever i don't care man it's 20 years ago nobody can charge yeah. me for shit um but yeah, so anyway, I mean, I ended up just going from, from, um, you know, like having kind of like a, it, that graffiti shit gave me like a taste of fame, you know? And there was like these, uh -oh. there was like a blog, there was like, uh, these under, you know, uh, graffiti forums and shit where people are talking about everything that's happening in the city. Oh, this guy went over this guy and everybody was on it. What? Police were even on it with under fake names and Crazy. shit. But, um. 
yeah, and that's kind of how I gained a little bit of notoriety. I was just talking a lot of shit and, yeah. and going over people. I was disrespectful. Yeah. And then you didn't I, care. No, I didn't care. And then um and then I and then eventually 2006, you know, I was just like I got so I was living like on East 6th like up on the hill there beside the train yard like in that real nasty there's a, apartments there beside the big park with the hill. Yeah. I was living in there and it was just disgusting and I was like doing lots of drugs and you know getting eviction notices eviction notices every month fuck and my rent was only 600 bucks you know what i mean like still i couldn't pay rent and shit it was bad but and i was doing lots of coke and shit and i just i had something hit me where i was like i don't know if it was like realizing that like i give a fuck about my life or i gotta try i gotta change something or Mm. i don't i don't know what exactly sparked me to want to just start rapping i just got sick of going out on friday nights so i would instead i would just stay home right and write on this little imac computer limewire downloading beats man like dipset yeah. beats and Hell all yeah. sorts of shit Joel you know Santana, what I mean? all that shit. Yeah, yeah i was yeah, just yeah. rapping and, and back then i was just freestyling i couldn't write shit and i started writing and and then i mean <clears throat> and rap took off real quick for me like i mean it wasn't like uh like any like today's standards of taking right. off. This yeah. is before viral was being viral. Yeah, Instagram so, didn't exist. Yeah, it was like MySpace, MySpace and fucking, you know, oh, yeah. you, YouTube had just started and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like we got 10,000 views in a day and people were That's like, crazy people were, this, that was like back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? 10 years ago, people were like, what the fuck? 10,000 you know? views. Yeah. So That's that was, crazy. it was different, you know, but, yeah. um, but yeah. And then from there it just kept going, man. I just, once I started rapping, I realized it was what I was good at. Music was something that I, I feel like I've always was supposed to do. I just, you know, the whole pipe bomb shit fucked me up, Right. you know, kind of took me out of the game, but it kind of made me a rapper. Were you your know? parents artists? No, no, no. You, you, you play guitar. My, mo- my mom is a bit of an artist. Like, I mean, she drew, she's very creative, Right. you know? And my dad was just like, uh, he just loved music. So he's, right. and he drank lots. So when he was drinking and the music had was a lot of full, music. full every night, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's so funny. Yeah, man. I used to, yeah, same thing. Parents would drink and then you, you just hear music. And I used to hate all the music that they played. Yeah. Now you love it. Now I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like it's for me. It was like Bob Marley and shit like that. The Police, all that different yeah. type of shit. And I used to just hate that. Yeah. I stole my sister's Dr. Dre, uh, two thousand one CD yeah. when it just like came out, and I like my parents were so pissed. And that that you want to talk about a pivotal change? Yeah, I didn't even like it at first, but I just was so I was like, oh fuck it, like just wanted to play the exact opposite of whatever that was, and yeah. then that just crafted the taste, and it just went completely down that way or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so two thousand six comes around. You're how old at this age? At this time? I think 24. So something, the switch flips a little bit. Yeah. And you got to go into that. How, when you first start, like, where'd you start, first start recording? How'd you first start putting this shit out? How did music even move back then? A lot of these guys yeah, don't it was, know. It was weird, man. It was like, um, to be honest, what happened was at Media Club, they used to do like these rap nights, whatever, battles, or I don't know. And it was like Monday Night Live, all just all like the hip hop nights. And I would go to all the, all of the different nights and you know nobody knew who i was but i was kind of still bordering like that's what i was trying to say before is it's like it's like i don't know if it was just like a certain level of like psychosis that i hit to to make me a rapper to Do you get know what you I'm saying? that far fucking gone and thinking yeah. about it now like a lot of um artists that i know are all kind of mentally unstable you like, have like, to be you man. have to be 
yeah, psychologically a little bit fucked to be a musician. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially like you have a successful to have, one. You have to experience a level of, you got to experience pain and happiness and all the different things, but like differently. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you need, I don't know. It's weird. You have to get to the extremes of both of those exactly. fucking emotions. Exactly. Right? And and so I think that I was just at a point in my life where like things were just really on another level. Like I was in a really bad place. I was eating like a poutine a day from KFC yeah, and like yeah, yeah. had cockroaches and rats and all that shit in my apartment. Like it was bad. Yeah, to bad sort of that. shit yeah. like and i was really living the rap life you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, i was like yeah. i really fucking do this you know what i mean like i was i was wild man and yeah. and, and pe- that's you know and i met Drek, um who's my dj now and uh at and uh at the the uh the media club in 06 yeah back shit. yeah yeah in 06 and um and he heard my shit and, and i just remember him and like dudes like edge and a lot of like like the the guys who were really popping at the time, they're all outside rapping, and I would just walk in and start, start rapping. rapping. Right, and I remember them just all being like, "Oh shit!" Like this guy sounds fucked. Like his voice is retarded. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and um and 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 Drek was like, "You sound you remind me of like a white old dirty bastard." That's why I, sure. I remember him saying that For to sure. me at the time. For sure. And um and I I told and I was a fan of him because I listened to like a lot of the POS guys and like the you know just yeah. like a lot of old you know just the hip-hop in vancouver in the 90s and, yeah um and uh and so Drek was like you know i'll send you some beats and 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 he ended up bringing me to the to uh this other guy's house is just like a bedroom studio yeah, set up eight yeah. cartons on the wall and all yeah that. and yeah. i just wanted to just try to make one song because at that point i was just freestyling and shit right and and maybe i had like one or two like verses written that took me forever to write, to write. But, but i was reciting them to everybody all the time right, right 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 so so we went and we recorded that shit and then um and it was crazy it was like such a weird experience for me like just and these guys were in there and Drek was in there in the studio like like oh maybe don't say it like this uh, say it like uh, like this I like it when you're I like it this way right and yeah. I and I and I didn't know shit so I like, just listened I just listened to him you know what I mean because I right. didn't know this guy obviously has beats he's got a studio I'm like fuck it I'm gonna he listen knows to what this. he's doing or whatever. yeah and he's a few years older than me so I was like all right <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and then and that was like a Friday night right and then you know by Sunday I was already like yo like I got to do that shit next Friday let's do it again yeah and he's like all right well come prepared you know so I just yeah. would show up every Friday night and then just with verses written yeah a couple verses written and 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 that was it and then before he knew it he's like I think we got an album here and I'm like all right well let's do it you know I didn't know anything about anything and he he really helped me um and a lot of other dudes like Wreck um he's a DJ uh design dude from yeah. Gastown, he helped me do my artwork like you know a lot of uh you know fat matt and just a lot of guys in my career like early stages they really like you know put the pieces together i picked up a lot of knowledge from just sitting there getting drunk with these guys just you know what i mean or going to studios and (laughs) seeing how all these other guys were doing it before me you know oh this is how they do that and it was the simplest shit it was like just pressing a cd yeah i know a a chinese guy and uh in chinatown he does cds real cheap and i'm like all right sweet hook me up you know we were buying like 80 cds uh saving up work money for that shit fucking crazy you know and then we were slanging them just ourselves like i never did the granville street like slanging no, shit, but, but i would like go to like i would always have 10 cds with me oh right right right, you know? right just 10 a pop 15 a pop yeah 10 a pop you know and then at least i can get drunk i could <laughs> use get the money for beer or whatever. or whatever yeah fucking so, crazy so yeah that's I, wild so first album comes out and then you're like, all right, I got to promo this shit. Yeah, and I, How got do a, I do that? I had a pretty big, like, like a, well, it wasn't a big buzz, but I had, like, I, I got involved with Effin and Stomp Down right around that time because yeah. 
they had a hip hop shop and I wanted to put some of my CDs there. And I think yeah, that's, basi- yeah, that's basically how it all started. And then also like, you know, keep six, you, I knew him through graffiti. So he introduced me to the boys and yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit started going. And then, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the, um, that was like the, just the starting of it. And it was, it was more of like, it wasn't like an online buzz or a world. Like it was just a Vancouver buzz for yeah, me yeah. at that time. People it was were local. Just, yeah. I just came out of nowhere and people were like, oh, this guy sounds, cause at that time it was, you were either very backpack, right? Yeah. You were either like very, um, like, like, like lyrical miracle mice. Yeah. Merge yeah, yeah like just like shit, on that, yeah. you know, yeah, that yeah, backpack yeah. shit. Or yeah. you were like, uh, like, uh, on some, this before trap. It was, you know, you were, you were on some like drug dealer shit. Yeah, That's what yeah, we yeah. called yeah, it, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You were hard. Yeah, yeah, from... yeah. You hard, yeah, with G-Dog. And, yeah. and my whole angle was, right, I'm going to be the guy in the middle. You know right. what I mean? I don't sell drugs. I sniff them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, that, that was my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and, and it worked for me because there was such a, you know, it was, it was literally at that point, 2006, Vancouver rap was either backpack or, or this. Hard shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was nothing in between. Yeah, man, you kind of in business now we call that uh, the blue ocean theory where it's essentially like there's occupied market space like this this business operates in in this target demo and this business operates in this target demo yeah if you go past that if you go 100 meters past that you'll find blue ocean you'll find white space and that's a yeah. spot so rather than try to come in and take someone's market create yeah. your own market there's, right? there's a mark and there's a market for everything there's a market for fucking everything yeah. right everything yeah. you can think of right if you're smart enough to, to creatively to get there like you can capitalize on that shit for sure so exactly. where did where did where the tone come from where the voice come from <clears throat> it's to be honest it's my real voice but it's me when i'm yelling that's it that's pretty much it i mean other than you know there's there was a few other like pretty um strong influences like at that time i was the dude who could do um like out of all my friends i could do like the the ill dave uh chappelle impressions oh shit you know what i'm saying like i was the guy like the the only guy in my circle who could do it i was like i'm rich bitch (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying people love that shit and then and then I was and then we were being freestyle circles and and everybody was so like like I said poor, like white guy boring just yeah. like yo we're here now rhyming our you know what yeah, I mean yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it would yeah, come to yeah. me and I was just like shut up bitch you know what I mean like I just wanted to stand out you know what I'm saying so I I screamed basically it wasn't screaming it was just more it's from the throat. Yeah, you know bro. what I mean. It's and, from a different fucking vocal. But cord. you hear it. You'll hear that shit. It's so in me. Like it's. It is me. It's just. Uh. It's. It's me hype. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, how it gets. Yeah. Like, and I smoke so much weed, so I'm. I'm calm all the time. People are always so surprised. They're like, wow, you're really. Uh, you know, chill. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, ten years ago, it was a whole different. Was, whole different yeah, fucking thing. I had no voice and shit. I was smoking cigarettes and doing drugs and drinking, so yeah, that really had a part to do with my voice too. Yeah, yeah, you definitely had um a couple of you know times when you flipped the switch. You know, like definitely watching and just being a fan of the past ten years. You kind of have like especially around you know the time when you had your kid. There was like a different voice, a different tone, a different creative angle that was taken. Yeah. And that was like really interesting because for me, I was always watching as a fan and I was like, ah, well, he's still super grungy, but he's clearly made it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he hasn't like matured. Certain artists matured. Jay-Z is a great example, right? Now, mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it's cool. You can still mature with your audience, right? Yeah, exactly. you mature with your audience beautifully. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's people that were fans in 2007 that are huge fans in 2019. Yeah, there's still a, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't really, like, 
taken the path of like trying to make new fans you know what i'm saying right, like right. i, I like i just let that organically happen mm. you know i'm not trying to like do um shit i have no gimmicks you know what i mean you i'm don't not you don't really fake not, the funk i'm not trying to do do that take that angle you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. i would rather um you know and and the thing is is like a lot of the kids back then who were listening to me they're 15 16 they were losing their virginities all that shit to that shit you know i've had <laughs> i got the messages from people saying that shit <laughs> but and and you know and 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 i didn't really i always thought i was and because of the booze and the drugs and shit, I always just thought I have to be Snack the Ripper. I got to be this wild man, this crazy drunk dude, you know, when really inside me, I was scared to quit because I thought that's what people wanted from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought people wanted the crazy dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But they, but I realized they didn't even know who I was, you know, like nobody knew me. I was, a, I was just, it was a kind of, you know. Dude, I didn't know as a listener until... 2017 honestly and that all stems that all stems from like social anxiety and shit too right Right. like like i don't i'm not like the most like social dude you don't see me at clubs and out talking to people i rarely talk to anybody so it's like and i've been like that my whole life right stems all the way back Mm. to the childhood shit so where does that fucking come from because that's a weird thing you're such a uh, out there person well, you're saying drugs, you're, you're introverted. Yeah, I'm hella introverted, but but I but that's why getting drunk and being high all the time, I'm totally extroverted. Like I'm right, like right, right. I let it all go. I'm out I'm out there like yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, tomorrow, man. See you tomorrow. And the next day, no, you're not yeah, hearing no, from me. You know what I mean? It was no. like it's like Fuck that. No, sort of, I'm gone. Yeah, like yeah. that sort of shit. So I mean, so it's hard for me to like get off drugs and get you know like try to f- still be entertaining Snack. and still want to give a fuck like like the heart live shows and shit are were hard you know yeah. like like being sober you know because i'm used fuck. to just slamming i I used to drink like 20 coronas a show fuck just just slugging them like they were nothing yeah that was yeah. standard and then mostly there's other you know sometimes yeah. i would have a bottle or some shit and things got even crazier yeah but Damn. so it was hard i had to like relearn how to like entertain people sober right you know so when did that happen when, when that did- was just recently that was kind of with the change that you're talking about with the having a kid and you know it all kind of goes hand in hand you know what i mean i right. I, I was like either either i quit doing drugs and quit drinking and just focus on being a dad or i at least give this shit a try where i am my sober self and right. see if i can still do what i'm doing right and it turns out like you i fucking mean clearly can yeah like it turns out i mean drugs and alcohol have nothing to do with it i just had to face the social anxieties and right. the, whatever the fuck was going my own demons and shit mm. i just had to face it sober and i mean and it's hard right i still mm. deal with the shit all the time but at the same time there's just you know it, there's too much dope shit in life to fucking just say to piss no it away yeah. you know what i'm saying for sure and um like, you know, there's lots of other things, too, with, like, the drugs and stuff. Like, like the whole Mac Miller shit really kind of hit me in a weird way. Like, I wasn't, like, a super fan, like, a fan right. of him really at all. But right. but just hearing about the way he died and, 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 and then thinking about my own personal experiences of being alone, being fucked up and, like, you know, hotel yeah. rooms or wherever the fuck just I was. Just music or whatever. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just being alone and high on drugs is a dangerous thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, I'm, and, it, and then it made me realize, I'm like, wow, like... I'm surprised I'm still here. You know what wow. I'm saying? So quit while you're ahead, you know? Right. Like that's that was it. And then, you know, my son, man. That was Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah, Mac Miller was a really weird thing. I remember hearing the news and then being on Instagram and seeing a story. Yeah. And it was like 16 hours ago. Yeah. Just a record playing. Just yeah, just crazy. Like that 
Yeah. And I got I gotten sober before he passed, but like when when I seen that he passed away and how he passed away, that really like solidified. Yeah. yeah, I was like, holy shit! Like, there's no going back. Here. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, and and especially like you know, there's so much fentanyl and shit going on. And oh like, man, people die every day. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. People it's, die every day. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm too old for that shit now, man. Totally. I got too, you know, I lived a life for ten years where I didn't give a shit if I lived or died. You know what I'm saying? And 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 now I'm so thankful that I. <laughs> that i survived because now i love life man like yeah, i really yeah, do yeah. like like it's it's i wake up happy every day you know what i'm saying yeah. whereas you know probably couldn't imagine that 10 years ago no not at all damn so, yeah so that's the thing that i you know that's what you don't really realize is a lot of you know people are miserable man that's what it is you know mm. find something to make you happy that isn't like a substance or some shit and see where that goes you know what i'm saying like even mm. rap, even rap, it's such a good outlet for me just to like sit down and focus on something when I'm, you know, when I need to focus, mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know how we steered into that. I don't know either. But, uh, I don't know either, but that, no, like. I get sidetracked. I'll talk about something and then I, you know, dude, segue. Who gives a fuck? Like it's, that's, that's the beauty of it. That's the yeah. beauty of it all. It's just crazy when I think about Mac and thinking about Mac makes me think about Nip and. Yeah some like we're fragile man yeah. we're super fucking fragile yeah. life is life is literally like you're on the edge all the time yeah like people don't realize we don't live that way especially being a young man you're fucking invincible yeah and you know your career is invincible you're invincible and you know you just don't give a fuck it's like you're constantly battling this like inner fucking demon that is just wants to just go out and and, and you know mash shit constantly so that's yeah. that's a tough fucking angle to to navigate in, in some ways you're lucky that you found this creative outlet yeah you know like I am, yeah. where would scott be if this if if hip-hop never happened yeah who fucking knows who fucking knows yeah i have no idea you know what i mean yeah. who fucking knows so yeah. um so then how so is that the whole drinking thing was that how you got up on stage because if you say an introvert getting up on stage yeah. is a bitch yeah i had to bro i had to get smashed to get on stage yeah and it's still hard like even now to this day even if i'm playing a show for 30 people i still get a little bit of anxiety before really? i go on stage but Crazy. yeah but you know what man anxiety isn't something that you need to treat with medicine man it's a natural thing you have that shit in you for a reason you know what i'm saying mm. anxiety is there to make you great do you know what i'm saying think about that shit Think about it for a second. It's not there to crush you. It's there to make you tough, man. Yeah. Get through that shit. And then all of a sudden your anxiety, yeah. like like leading up to the show, I get exhausted, bro. I'm, I'm yawning. I'm laying on the couch in the backstage. I've, people are like, is that, is he going to be okay? Like, yeah. I'm like, shh, you know? Yeah. And then five minutes before I get this like surge of energy. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's the anxiety is like crippling kind of like you're laying there, you're tired, you get diarrhea or some shit, but then <laughs> you go out and all of it goes away. It turns into energy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's what I think anyway. So I'm not like trying to like, I treat it with marijuana, but like other than that, like I just... Just take the anxiety, man. No, nah, man. The, the the but then you get addicted to getting on the other side of it, right? Yeah. That's for me. That's a hundred percent. Like on every level. Like on the other side of fear is just the greatest fucking reward. And then yeah. you get you get a you get addicted to that. What comes on the other side of anxiety? The other side of fear, right? That yeah. feeling of getting on stage, crowd roars. Oh my god! Right now I'm here. Yeah. The second you're there, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And it's like it's. It just becomes so visceral. It just, yeah. it's, it yeah. literally just becomes, it's just gone. And it's, it's such a, you're supercharged. You're yeah. fucking supercharged. It's I, crazy. Um, so, Europe, 
how did this happen? So I want you to like, I want you to, to walk me through because there's a million rappers these days mm. and there's a million that are trying to be you. So there's a million that are literally trying to get past that, that first stage of, okay, now I have an album. Now, I'm not, now I need to push it. So at what point here did you actually start getting some traction and how did you even get that traction? Well, I think like uh, we're going back to like my first album and, and meeting Stomp Down and all those guys that right. that really helped me um, f- have a foundation. Mm. And then from there, you know, uh, you know, these albums, they, they only get a little bit more popular each time. Right. So it's been I have seven albums, wow. solo albums. So like each one took me a little bit farther than the last yeah, right yeah, yeah. but like i mean for me a breaking point and I, i've been going to europe since 2010 but they weren't good shows and i wasn't getting paid money i was sleeping on couches and, right you know what i mean were you like, touring with other guys like were, were other people taking you on the road it started out like i went to europe for my first time headliner but it Whoa. was but it, but it was it was but like it was garbage <laughs> like i mean the crowd was good and shit but i was like in spain i wasn't getting any money i wasn't um, right, right right i was just sleeping on other rappers couches fuck um but i knew that once i went down there like my numbers would go up oh i just touched a whole new you yeah. know the first time i went to spain actually i was, went for a month with my boy young sin and we ended up doing like every city we would go we would do a song with the rapper that was big in that town Dope. and then the next day we'd shoot a video so so in the one month i shot like seven videos i made like wow. 15 tracks and did the tour. That's you know how you saying? build a base right there. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point I was buzzing big in Spain, right? But <laughs> Spain's not like the biggest money <laughs> maker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not doing the greatest financially. So it wasn't like, <clears throat> I shouldn't say that, but well, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's just South Europe, you know, Southern yeah. Europe. It's like just the same as here. Yeah. Southern is the more South you go, the harder times are. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so so just going there and just kind of just, just testing the grounds out and whatnot, and it right. slowly built over time. And I ended up meeting Onyx, mm. um, and I met Perry, and Perry was Onyx's booking agent. Okay. And uh, at first, he didn't take me very serious at all. But um, why is that? I don't know. Cause just because I was crazy. I was wild. The angle you had? Yeah, I was just a wild drunk right and yeah. but onyx liked me they're like oh this guy's like the white version of us like you know <laughs> perfect <laughs> like perry book get him a show you know whatever blah blah, blah. and yeah, so yeah. from then you know we just continued and perry started booking me and perry's got connects all over the world so you know but obviously it was hard for him to shop a rapper who nobody's ever heard of so yeah, yeah. i mean a lot of things that it was just a lot of like for me i know that everybody like if somebody books me for the first time like this is the first time i'm playing in oslo Right, I've played hmm. everywhere else in Norway except for the biggest city, right? What? The because hell? the promoters in the in the major city, right? Yeah. They're they're used to bringing like that's where all the big acts yeah, come. That's where they're goes. not trying to bring in some some guy they've never heard of and take a risk on it. So I have to take a risk. I have to go there and make pretty much no money. But I know when I go to a place for my first time that I know for a fact they're gonna book me again. Yeah. Because I'm professional when I arrive, yeah. right? I'm not a diva. I'm not a dick, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I, I show up to sound check. I do everything as contracted. Right. I do my show. I kill it every time. I don't get lazy. I don't... Yeah. If there's 30 people or 1,000 people, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, I fucking rock it. Yeah. And, 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 I, and then I go out and I do meet and greets for free. I, shake, I oh, go shit. out there and meet kids. I'm taking pictures. The promoters see this and they're like, what? I'm the polar opposite of what you would think, think a rapper as is. As an artist, yeah. A big, ra- a big artist would be. Yeah, totally. You know I mean? So, and that's always gotten me rebooked again. And so when somebody hollers at Perry again and they say, oh, we had a great time in Oslo. Oh, yeah. well, you only paid 
X amount last time, and you know he really came out and did his thing and blah blah. blah. This yeah. time is this much. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's just been a growing process. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the places I go are the same places I've been, but we do also touch on like new markets, even though they're hard. Those are like our goals. Mm-hmm. You know, so on this tour, Oslo was our goal. Like, you know, we had to get it, man. It's one of my biggest markets for like streaming in Europe. Yeah. And uh, and I've never played there. And Crazy. everyone's, oh, they're always pissed, right? I post yeah. my tour. Come and to like, Where's Come fucking Oslo? Oslo? You yeah, know, yeah, they yeah. don't know that it's their that it's like my number one streaming yeah. city. You know, for sure. So I just had to do it just to like build, just to put the foundation in. Once we so so, w- give me some context here. So when you first went over there, you're hitting cities like different cities in Spain, like Madrid. Are you hitting Barcelona? And where where were you hitting? And where are you hitting now? Yeah, I mean, the first tour I did, I was just, it was all Spain. Right. Um, and we did all those cities you named. Spain's um, fucking beautiful. Bro. Yeah, it's dope, man. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun, and it was a cool experience. Yeah. And, um, and and uh, and then from there, you know, I think I went in, I started getting into more like uh, like Western Europe, like 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 uh, Germany and, and yeah. Vienna and shit like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't know, it's everywhere I go, I'm surprised that I got booked there. Really? You know, I'm like, oh, this is weird that I'm going here, you know? Mm. But then I show up and it's crazy. There's tons of fans. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, uh, like Vancouver, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't play. <laughs> you would never see the turnout that I get out there in yeah. Vancouver, right? How fucked is that? It's Why just, is that? Yeah, but I'm not Why mad is at that it. I'm not mad Why at it. But I am. But, but, but that's where a lot of like local rappers in my opinion, are failing because they're focusing so hard on the local thing that, and these motherfuckers aren't accepting them. Yeah. Or maybe they got their f- circle of 40 friends who are helping them out. But like, other than that, like, yeah, it's a dud. I don't know. Usually it's a dud. Any city you go to, you're going to get people looking at you, you know, sideways. I, and, and, and I'm cool with that, man. Like, I'm not trying to aim for, for Canada anyway. You know what I mean? It's not, people in Canada don't give a fuck about the type of shit I'm making anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? Some people do. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying like the overall, like if we're talking about masses and shit. Yeah. If you say hip hop to Canadian masses, it's like, uh, what? you know, oh, did you, you say, mean little you, Yachty? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, there's, the, you know, like yeah. my shit is a niche market. So I'm not like trying, I'm cool with where I'm at. You know what I mean? I have fans in Canada and they all come and support and shit. And I'm happy with, about that. But like, I mean, in terms of like like crazy turnouts and yeah it's just not gonna happen so it, so where's, yeah. where's where's your biggest shows europe where in europe all of them all of them yeah like all like, of them like in canada for instance i'm playing at places like the red room right whereas like in every other country i'm playing in like places like the commodore the commodore yeah yeah, yeah. and so, theaters and shit like yeah, that. yeah yeah exactly so huh. i mean because people in europe people in europe are kind of like they're separated from America, so they don't compare. They don't put me in a separate area from the guys US, from US. The guys from LA. Yeah, the guys from yeah, Chicago. yeah. I'm, I'm American to them. Yeah, right. They don't know. They don't. They don't divide the it like we divide it, or yeah. the US divides it. They just put us all in one category. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's different. Huh. So how did you foster that market then? So there's there had to be a point where like, okay, Vancouver's not messing with me, or, or Edmonton's not messing with me, or whatever it is. Okay. But Europe really is. Yeah. So how do I foster that environment? Yeah. How do um, I grow that fan base? Just go out there and tour. I just, I just, yeah. I mean, for me, bro, like, like, like I said, what I was saying, saying before, like fostering a fan base is really for me is just about 
quality content you mm-hmm. know what i mean like 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 my shit has always been organic and mm-hmm. like and like i've always been a more of a uh quality over quantity kind of guy right mm-hmm. i could do i could pump shit out but like i'm not happy with everything man i'm a i'm a artist man i'm of like critical of my own shit yeah. and you're and, sensitive about your own shit. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just not yeah. trying to pump it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be the guy, like, in five years who's got 36 albums, you know, or mixtapes or whatever. Huh. There's 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 fad yeah. rappers and there's legacy rappers, you right, know, or right. legacy artists. I'm trying to, like, build a legacy. Over the I want to leave. I want to leave good quality shit after I'm gone. I want yeah. people to, you can listen to my discography and be like, wow, that's a solid album. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care about, like, the quick... Uh, approach yeah you know what i mean yeah you also it didn't works. change your style too much no like you didn't like like music has changed a lot yeah it in has. 12 years yeah. a lot yeah especially hip-hop like it is like early 2000s or yeah. mid-2000s it was like r&b nelly shit extra long jerseys and stuff like that and then you know kendrick and cole and the freshman class started to come up and yeah. then it, then it went all trappy and shit and yeah. you've just morphed in these weird little you know sub-genres and you're just snack yeah 100 percent snack yeah never never that's fucking crazy so but but i but i mean you you could throw me like for me being a well-rounded artist you have to be able to do everything you you've got to be able to um you know you got to be able to do like a singy hook you got to at least have like a like a decent singing voice you got to be able to rap double time you got to be able to rap slow you got to be able to rap about some story shit you got to be able to like like the more well-rounded you are the more dangerous you are as a rapper in my opinion so for me, my voice hasn't changed, right. but my my skill level and totally. has like in terms of songwriting and like you know uh, lyrical content, I think has has excelled for sure. But you're not necessarily morphing. No, you're definitely not, not. You're not. You're not going to catch me with some pink braids and some and all that shit. Yeah, it's not going to. What is with that shit, dude? I don't know. What I'm, not, I'm not hating on it, man. I'm not going to okay, hate. Okay, I don't want to be the underground guy who's I like, oh, you. fuck those guys. You know what I mean? Like we said, there's a market for everything. Cool. You well, know that shit's saying? super weird to me. Yeah, so I'm it's just weird to me too <laughs> because I come from an era where shit, like, like, and graffiti too. Graffiti, you are a toy if you bite other artists. Right. If you, if you are stealing someone else's style, yeah. you are a fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Period. get zero respect. Period. Zero respect. Yeah. And I come from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I get that I sound like some people or I'm influenced by this and that people, but I don't ever try to, you know, I don't look at some shit online and be like, I'm going to make that yeah. shit. I'm going to get those shoes and that, those pants and yeah. try to be that It'll guy. Be fitting that. Yeah. Little, yeah. Lane. Fuck you know what that. I mean? It's harder to be yourself. It's Stay easy, in your lane. It's easier to be somebody else. Stay in your lane. There's no traffic in your lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Exactly. So, yeah. So you're, so you're saying that, just off the demographics and the markets and whatnot, like, sure, but man, off the rails went number one. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, and that's all, solely off the strength of Europe. Like, no, there's no, way no, more it's, than it's that. Canada. It's Canada. Like, there's like, don't get me that. wrong. Like, like I know where my strong markets are in Canada too. Like, like Vancouver, not a strong market for me. Victoria sold out. Yeah, Vernon sold out. Yeah, Kamloops we've, we've, sold out. Everywhere, everywhere is sold out except for vancouver that you know what i'm saying which is which is fine bro edmonton is even crazier uh calgary alberta whatever it gets it, it's crazy out in the prairies for my shit because i'm uh i'm a regular dude right, right? right people right. can relate to me more because i'm just a regular dude like these guys that are out in the oil fields or whatever you know what i'm saying so 
I understand, like, I understand, but but it, then there's places like Toronto, right? I still have a good turnout in Toronto because it's a huge city, but right. it's not crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got so many shows coming and going out of Toronto all the time. Yeah, people are spoiled. You know what I'm saying? And they got a lot of good rappers there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, music scene's popping. Yeah, so so you know what I mean? It is what it is. But then I go outside of Toronto. It's all the little markets. Yeah, right? yeah, Mississauga you know I mean? and all. It's that the places where nobody else wants to go. That's yeah. where I flourish. Yeah, I'll go to Red Deer, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Book me. Let's go. Sold out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So what, what, do you do you enjoy like what's the optimal venue size for you? Like what's perfect? What's the sweet spot for you? Well, I mean, the bigger the better, obviously, because right. that's like you know that's what people want. We want to you know. We want to uh, uh, be progressing and shit. But, I mean, I'm comfortable with where I'm at now. You know, obviously, I'm not comfortable. I'd like, I still strive to be, play bigger venues. But, like, as an artist, you have to be careful because, you know, a lot of people will say, okay, I would rather play a smaller venue that's packed. Yeah. Than a big venue that's half full, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's all about perception. Oh, what are the people looking around? They're like, oh, this shit is, this shit is empty, right? Mm-hmm. The, you can just play the middle ground, right. you know what I'm saying, or really look at where how what what you think is going to happen. But the, but also it's like, you know, if you're playing the little venue in town, you're probably going to see little smaller numbers because yeah. people know that venue. They're like, oh, the fucking, you know, yeah, the whatever. Piccadilly. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to that show, right? Yeah, 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 Whereas yeah. you play the thousand capacity or the eight hundred capacity, people are like, oh, this shit is official. This yeah. is, you know. So it's That's like, legit. it's however you want to go about it. But like, I, I, I know realistically, like we usually bring in between four to 800 people a yeah, show. Yeah. Sometimes a thousand, sometimes more. Right. You know, um, solid numbers, man. It's decent for a solid for numbers. A Canadian underground rapper. Yeah, you, know? you you consider yourself an underground? Well, that's what everyone considers me. I'm the they throw me in the underground category. You oh, know what well. I'm saying? It's fine. I don't care. But you know, I'm right. You know, it's it's because I'm independent. The only 100%. reason why I can continue to do what I do, you know, and that's how you can make it profitable. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. What's your relationship with the festivals like in Europe or out Anywhere. here? I mean, out here, non-existent. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not gonna. You're, you're not, not gonna, gonna play see me on Pemberton or some shit. Like nah, that. Pemberton's way too big. Yeah. And 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 um and then there's like the smaller, you know, like the ones here. But but if you look at the rappers on the festivals in Vancouver, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, little Yachty again, yeah. and you get the little pumps and the, uh, the yeah, every little, little guy. That's young, young. They're all they're all all the little guys, man. Yeah, and and that's cool because that's what people like here. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just feel like there's like there's like fantasy, and then there's reality, and there's a market for both. You know what I'm saying? And people here are in Vancouver, especially, is a very fantasy driven yeah. market. Yeah. Whereas people in Europe like actually you've gone through i mean i'm not saying that people in out here haven't been through some shit but like people out there have been through some shit like like when you're playing in berlin for people our age those people have been through some shit i played in i played in sarajevo i don't know what that is bro it's in bosnia (laughs) do you know what i'm saying so so like my shit is like like i said yeah it's about getting drunk and having fun and shit but i do still touch on like topics real of issues real issues and, and people for some reason it resonates with them they relate to it you know what i'm saying and it's usually people who have been through some shit you know what i mean been through some pain or yeah. came up rough you know what i'm saying those are the people who who um who yeah. gravitate yeah, towards touches them yeah so i mean it doesn't really it's not really like any specific market or you yeah. know canada or europe or whatever I, yeah. I mean i just did a u.s tour too yeah and and like 
like I'll be straight with you, some of the shows were horrible, bro. I played this year, well, last year or whatever, yeah. in Chicago right. for seven people. What? Seven. Seven people. No but I rocked out, bro. Fucking way. But there's seven people there. You know what I'm saying? So, but then, and, and at this point, I'm like, oh, man, and this is the beginning of the tour in, in the U.S. So I was like, shit, this is not good, man. But as we slowly made our way west, it's yeah. the same as in Canada. The shows got bigger. They got bigger. L.A. was my biggest show, man. It was fucking crazy. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Seattle, Portland, L.A., what? Arizona, all of the West Coast. Yeah. It was crazy. And I never, I've been just sleeping on those markets. Damn. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so. Vancouver, Vancouver eats its own babies, man. Van- I don't know. That's- There's so many talented people from Vancouver, There's man. a shit ton, but you never yeah. know it. Yeah. You wouldn't know it. Well, and, and you know what you know what it is too is like I said going back to uh, like you know kind of being mentally well I mean I wouldn't say that we're like mentally unstable or whatever but like people just don't you have a clouded judgment of who you are and who what you're perceived as you know right, and right. I feel like a lot of people don't like they're talented and they're artistic and all the shit but they just don't know how to like like go from there mm. do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no I get it I get it do you feel like you're misunderstood by the general public. Yeah, for sure. Does that bug you? No. Why not? I mean, it does a little bit sometimes, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm a, I'm happy, man. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like a bitter guy or like be, you know, be, um, right. You know, I'm not, I've always been misunderstood yeah. since back when I went to school with bandages all over my shit and people are like there he is there's a pipe bomb guy you know what i'm saying like i've always been misunderstood so i'm comfortable you're comfortable there. in that lane yeah i'm comfortable there i don't i would be more uncomfortable being the center of attention right you know and right. and like in terms of like my whole crew and shit like up until just recently i was that guy i was the center of attention and i totally. fucking i didn't like it you really know? well not Damn. for the most part yeah, I mean, it was hard for me, man. Really? Yeah, I would, I'm, 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 I'm happy being right over here. Like, like I like to be up in the front, but yeah. I like to be off to the side a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I never pictured myself as the head guy. I always pictured myself as like the rhythm guitar over here. Right, right, right. You know You're I'm playing bass. I want to be part of the show. I just don't want to be the center of attention. Yeah. That's just who I am. You know. But, but it is what it is. You know. Yeah, career says otherwise a little bit. <clears throat> Well, but, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but because that's it, because then I'm, I'm also torn between like for me, right. Mm. I've, I've aged like we all age. I'm older. I'm not in my twenties anymore. When I was 20, I didn't, I, I was, I wanted to be notorious. I wanted to be, you know, the dude, right. Yeah. It's changed now. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm 36. I don't give a fuck about yeah, you don't people's me, don't opinions of me that I don't know. If yeah. you don't like me, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really straight. doesn't bother me straight, at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't think like, I can't even try to think like that anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's, and that's why, you know, I suck at social media and shit. I'm just outgrowing being a narcissist. Do you know what I'm saying? Like being, <laughs> that's when you're in your twenties, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know one person over the age of 30, 30, 30. Who, who posts you know, shit on a daily basis. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people just don't over care. That you get to a point where you don't care. Yeah. Or someone else is posting your shit or whatever. Yeah. You hire some other guy to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But mm. I mean, even that's kind of a bad look, you know? Yeah. That's definitely a bad look for a lot of people. That's a bad look for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. You need to do that shit. It needs to be personalized, you know? And yeah. I suck at social media. I've been falling off. I'll, I'll admit it, but you know, uh, 
I just don't, I just don't, I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so busy doing other shit all the time, and then it's 10 o'clock at night, and I'm like, yo, what what am I gonna, should I post this just because I haven't posted shit in a while? Like, like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, your fans mask that. Don't I would let my, I would just rather let my music speak for itself. Your fans mask that. Yeah. You would never know that you're shitty at social media. By looking at your social media, you'd be like, this guy's, he's gone. Like, he's good. Yeah, okay. You know, like, I appreciate you. Get out of that. Like, yeah, whatever, man. Don't, I would never feel bad. That's, that's awesome authenticity you're not in a spot where you have to post every day oh should i have but I, i'm 12 they, hours off this shit like, yeah you're not, yeah it's, that's like you've preceded that like, that's gone exactly don't fucking think Let, about that right? yeah well and that's what i'm saying is like it's just it's 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 for me it's just it's it's about the music it's i'm not like it's not about anything else this is about my music and 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 um and 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 if you like it and you if you resonate with it, cool. If not, then that's cool too. I'm just here to just. And for me, like like I said, man, I'm you know we're all a little bit men- mentally uh, out there. So yep. this is my this is my therapy, you know. For sure. For and sure. It, and it pay and I'm just lucky to have got to a point where it pays the bills, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you're yeah, you're kind of the the redheaded stepchild of the music industry in a way. Yeah, I, I was, mean, and and you think about like okay, like there's a lot of people who are who are like me in music for a long time you know what i'm saying like they're not mainstream people but they have a niche market i have a niche market it's Mm -hmm. not like the mainstream market it's it's i have like uh i'm like uh you know who do you compare yourself to i don't know no i don't really compare myself to to anybody i can't i can't do it i don't know i mean like i i look up to people and shit but like i don't compare myself to them i just know my market is niche and i know like you know i know that there's you either love me or you hate me sort of scenario. It's not like a, you know, oh, yeah, I kind of like him. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Let's do a couple of his yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I've, I've made a lot of fans, like, who w- would never like my shit. They would hear it at first and be like, oh, what yeah. the fuck is this? But then it grew on them. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, it's always my voice that kind of steers people away at first. People, people, <coughs> people would say that about Wayne. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I get compared to Wayne all the time. Yeah. I'm the white Wayne. I, you sound like uh, this guy I would have never thought was white. Yeah, because you have a different voice and you can actually rap. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference there. Interesting. Yeah. So hmm. I, I, I completely forgot what you were. I don't uh, know what the fuck I was. What, about. what the point we got to? But whatever. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like for instance, like ah, like 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 every, you know, like Kiss or something. You know what I mean? Like Kiss. These guys dress up in all their makeup and they got diehard Kiss fans. Right. I think Kiss sucks. Like <laughs> in terms of like classic rock come on man kiss like i want to rock and roll all night they, they just say that ball. shit over and over again Super yeah but they're ball. die hard they got die hard fans yeah, yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah, i might yeah. not you know i'm not what you would call a conventional rapper but i got some die hard fans and i and i'm happy and thankful for that you know what i'm saying okay so who are some other rappers that come to come to mind off the top that have super niche markets that they could tour forever you said before we started recording here you said i've been in europe 15 times yeah there's like it takes it takes it takes a really core fan base to be able to do that who are some other rappers that occupy that same space in your mind rappers like yeah. like like onyx man yeah you know what i'm saying they're not like run i mean these guys were platinum artists at one time but now they're you know they're mm-hmm. still considered uh like 90s golden era whatever you know what i'm saying but there's a there's a market for it you know like yeah. like people my age you know what i mean their fans are all you should go to an onyx show they're all like 30 no man hip-hop has matured yeah hip-hop you know what matured. I'm no yeah. for sure for it used sure. to be a young man's game but it's it's it, you know what i mean people are growing with it it's crazy oh, yeah. yeah who would have thought right but um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, comparing it, comparing it uh, 
to anybody else. I don't know, man. Like, just there's a lot of like, like it's my shit's like punk rock. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, uh, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. people come to my show and they're 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 coming to uh, get crazy and and. Mm -hmm. And and it's you know I'm kind of cool with the underground, you know, yeah, like yeah, to, to, yeah. to toss me in there. It's cool, man. Like Whatever. I said, I'm not trying to be the stadium rapper, yeah. you know. But still, there's even to get to where you've gotten, there's still a lot of business savvy that comes with that. Yeah. How how'd you pick up on that game from living in a six hundred dollar apartment on my E six? You know. Well, like, I came up in a, in a house where like you know my 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 parents got laid off from the well my mom got laid off she was the taking care of us right you know through my whole childhood my parents were divorced so my mom kind of be, was a hustler like she would hustle she would like you know sell roses near valentine's day or she she would know this guy who's got 500 christmas trees so she'd set up a tent on the side of the road and say like you know trees, yeah, yeah and then and she did that she's a seasonal worker every year right and, and it was like a family business kind of and when I dropped out of school at a young age, I just started working for my mom and she's paying me like, you know, 15, 20 bucks an hour. And like, and, yeah. and, um, I just came up in a house where you had to grind, you had to work to get some shit. Like you want the new PlayStation game, you better go unload all that wood you, out yeah, of the truck. You better go get that 20 somehow. Yeah. So, and then I just, I adapted this, um, I adapted this, this skill where, where when something needs to get done, I just do it as quickly as possible. Well, it's fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. Get it out of the way, and I can go back to doing what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I want to go play that game, or I want to go, you know, yeah. party with my friends. I gotta, I gotta get this shit done quick. Yeah, you know. Yeah, whatever the objective is, banging out the park, and then on to the next one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For sure. Yeah, so. I feel that in a major way, and that's probably why you've been so successful in the business endeavors, right? Yeah. But it's all like that comes with a certain level of anxiousness at the same time. Yeah, of course. Like, gotta get the shit done. Gotta get the shit done. Yeah, gotta get the shit done. Yeah, right? I'm not. I, I hate deadlines. I hate deadlines. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll follow deadlines if I have to, but I'm last minute Larry every time. You know? So, <laughs> like, even you ask Jamie Q's, like, I'll yeah. book a session with him. Like, I got a session with him this Friday to record yeah. a new song. I haven't even written the song yet. <laughs> and then he's gonna be like, "When did you write this?" I'm uh, like, "Earlier today right. and last night." Yeah. And then he's like, "Fuck, man." He's like, like "Put you know what I mean." Put like, some time into this. Don't call me until you've like you written know, it. yeah, written it, and you yeah. know what you're doing, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a little bit last minute. I get shit done though. Yeah, you know? no but, doubt, no doubt. So, how have you? So again, back on that whole music has changed a little bit. The the business avenues have changed over that same time yeah. frame as well, right? You guys have done super well with your early videos and utilizing YouTube and all that. Was that a game plan or that just happened? No, that just happened. That was that was uh, being in the right place at the right time you know like right. like the internet for me like the internet and the, the the days of being a youtuber and shit like yo i'm first generation youtuber, YouTuber. straight first generation yeah. all these new guys that got That's youtuber written yo that shit you guys you guys learn that shit from me, me. you know what i'm saying our generation trust me man <laughs> yes. like we were the first ones and yeah. and and before that it was like myspace and shit like that like i said but uh yeah but those first, like the, all those graffiti videos and the tagging videos. Yeah, and stuff. YouTube was was what it was, man. Like without YouTube, we wouldn't even be here, you yeah. know. And that's why we have fans all around the world is because YouTube, man. Yeah, you know, for sure. And we were we were doing some shit that nobody that you couldn't see on YouTube. Like on YouTube, you can see this or see that, or a guy show you how to you know change the battery in your car. But then nobody you'd never see guys really doing live graffiti like breaking the law and shit yeah and putting it up <clears throat> yeah and we even got like you know banned from youtube uh like from making money like monetizing the videos because oh, really? it's crime you know damn shit like that 
Man, you had some crazy videos back in the day. Yeah, we were crazy, yeah. smashing cars. Oh yeah, tagging shit that up, was self blowing fi- shit self up. Fired, yeah, way back. Yeah, yeah, th- those early videos uh, broke some ground. That's for sure. Yeah, man. So I mean, it was just the right place at the right time. I think you know, and mm-hmm. like and like like nowadays, I have no idea how to like use Facebook. To be honest, <laughs> like I'm, I, I I got off Facebook a few years ago, yeah. and, and and then it changed so much that when I go on it now, I'm lost. <laughs> There's pages and pages of things and. Yeah. All this shit, I'm completely. But dude, I was like a pioneer of hip hop or of 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 uh, Facebook when it came pages out. Pages and shit. Yeah, yeah, like when it first came out, right? Like yeah. I was, I used to have like a little copy and pasted uh, spiel that I every time someone would add me as a friend, I would like send that shit and be like, nice. "Hey, Timothy, yeah, what's cracking? Thanks for being my check friend. Out this yeah, single. go check out my page. Yeah, and yeah. be sure to you know, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, all that. like we were, that, we were on that. We were on that hustle, man. First generation YouTubers. Yeah, I man. love it, man. Yeah, That's so hilarious. Like, I come from the era of like where. You know, where like, you know, there's the everybody can be a rapper now. Well, I came from at the beginning of that shit. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we seen the tools we had and we utilized that shit, you know, in a time when not a lot of people realize to utilize it you know yeah utilize it you know what i'm saying but they they did they didn't they you know it's like uh it, the shit was there we just we just had to real yeah you were the first you were the first people that picked up the fucking tools and, and i think we hammering. were the first guys to put graffiti videos on youtube yeah you know what I mean? Which is pretty crazy. And now there's so much shit on all over the internet. Man, everything's saturated now. Yeah. Everything's saturated now. And literally everything. Like, type speakers in. You will have to see 100 pages, right? Yeah. It's it's an encyclopedia now. So so you, you're fully independent. Yeah. That's a t- so we talked a little. I mentioned Nip earlier and his whole thing is ownership. And there's a lot of, you know, Jay-Z's talking about ownership. All these older artists talking about ownership, 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 ownership how that come into your mind now? Like, because if you, people really don't understand if you're paying 75% of your royalties somewhere else, yeah, you're well, really not getting paid. From 2007 to 2013, I was, I was on another label, an independent label. Okay. And, uh, and, and it was like that. I was, I would hit them up on the 30th of every month and say, yo, I need some money to pay me. And they would give me just enough to pay my rent and, you know, $200 in groceries. And this was in 2012. Crazy. So I had already been rapping for five or six years before I even, like I was scraping by, bro. Right. Um, and then, uh, 2003, and then I released, uh, white dynamite and yeah. forgotten and all that shit. And yup. And, and that was my kind of a big album forgotten for me. was big. Yeah. yeah. And so, so from there I realized uh, my payments weren't changing. They were the same. I was still getting a thousand bucks a month from these guys. And, and I'm like, like, my shit is going up. crazy on the internet. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Someone's getting this cash right here. Yeah. And then, and, uh, like, I don't want to get too deep into the details of it and Whatever. shit. Cause it's, it's, it's in yeah. the past and I don't want to like hurt people's feelings or whatever but i realized at a point that i was not being paid properly so i left and Mm -hmm. uh and it was a battle with these guys to get all my shit back but once i got it back it's mine now yeah so every song i've ever made or you know you own your your own you own your catalog i own everything yeah Yeah, and i'll never ever give it to anyone ever (sighs) you know what i mean the only person i'm giving it to is my son there you you go yeah yeah he'll own the rights one day yeah a lot of people sell their catalog or sell a portion of their catalog. Yeah. Yeah, things is a dirty game. It's a fucking dirty game. Well, I mean, if you're a big artist, sure, right? Like if you're like the Beatles and Michael Jackson and shit, but like just as an independent artist, you don't want anyone else owning your shit. If you're only making so much money, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a month or a year or whatever, why are you That's that's where be learning how to do shit yourself comes into play. For you sure. don't Guess what? 
the whole if 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 a guy comes in here and tells you he's got a hook up for distribution music distribution the guy is a f- he's a fake bro there is no distribution the, the the everything is distribution bro youtube is distribution TuneCore is distribution you you pay 20 bucks i put my album on there it goes everywhere yeah dumb. why would i give my album to you to to Divvy to do what and... i can do for 20 bucks yeah do you know what i'm saying it's laziness or it's like not like yeah. researching how what to do shit properly. Is. Yeah, What's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like there's an old way of doing shit where you rely on other people, you pass them your music, you hand in your masters, they own part of the shit, and the whole, yeah, we'll get you up, right up in Exclaim Magazine. And, da, 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 and uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Or put you on Canadian music, we, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. some shit that really doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you know, like, uh-huh. like for what, and then you're going to give them the, like, yeah. S- 30 50 percent for seven years yeah what happens in that that? seven years if you blow up yeah they're caking yeah for doing nothing they're banking on that too yeah and so like when i started so i left that label i started stealth bomb records right and um and and originally for me i I had a real bad taste in my mouth about those guys so i was like i'm gonna start a label where it's not a label but it, it looks like a label Okay. Right. Um, I, I know I knew out of all my friends, I knew how to like run my own biz. I was learning to run a business and, right. and how to like market myself. You properly. were soaking things up along the way. Yeah. And I'm the older one out of like the other rappers who I hang out with. So, so, you know, and they didn't know how, what a direct deposit was or what the, you know what I'm saying? So I was, te- it was like, it was like a rapper business school. <laughs> like I, I was teaching Merck. I was teaching Jacqueline. I was teaching, you know what I mean? Like yeah. whoever I was working with. But, you know, I wasn't trying to make money off of anybody. Right. I wanted them to see, you know what I mean? Rather yeah, this than is the whole process. Rather than saying, here's my album. Yeah. You know, what do I do now? I yeah. show them, yeah, now you need to do your artwork. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. now, you, now we need to do this and do that and do this. And this yeah. is how you roll an album out. You know what I mean? And, right. You know, you don't, you know, you, there's a process to, to doing it. You know, you can just release a whole bunch of shit, but if you really are strategic about it and you pick your singles and you and you hold it for a couple yeah. months and make some videos and blah mm-hmm. blah blah, right? Have a proper yeah, rollout. you can really make it bang. You know, like mm-hmm. so that was the whole point that for me, right, with working with other people, but really it's just my own business for to yeah, you know, just to have be doing my taxes properly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I needed a business. Set up an LLC, baby. Yeah, I needed, I needed a out. business. So there it was, right? Figure so, it out. And, um, and, and, and it was just nice to be able to help friends along the way, realize, like learn the business without being taken advantage of like I was. That's the best part about this whole shit is like entrepreneurship, starting your own business. It's like, if you do it the right way, you can bring a really fucking awesome team with you along the way, right? And like you just said, rather than just handing your masters up to someone and say, okay, take me to Z. Yeah. You can take a team of people with you or a couple of buddies with you and say, okay, yeah. here's A, here's B, here's C, here's D, yeah. here's E. This yeah. is how we do all those avenues. Yeah. Now, you know, we'll go off and we'll eat together off this one. Off the next one, you go from A to Z. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you're still elevating the team as exactly. a whole, right? Exactly. And you have, I feel like that's a pitfall of, of kids these days, essentially, where it's there's this... Oh, I want it to be my shit. I'm gonna start my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is gonna be my independent thing, my independent thing, my independent thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. are any of you working together in any sense, yeah. way, shape, or form? Are you utilizing your resources together? Yeah, like, yeah. 
you want to go fast, like go alone. You want to go far, go together. Like it makes it makes yeah. sense. You will run out of fucking stamina. I guarantee yeah. it. Your ego is only gonna fuel you so far, dude. It's true. And and also like going back to graffiti shit is like is like when I was a young cat in graffiti, I really looked up to the older dudes, and they put me onto mm. a lot of like knowledge and respect and and like you know what I mean. Like if yeah. you've been around before us, you know what I mean. Like yeah. like not in hip hop, knowledge is passed down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so, and if you're not passing down knowledge to the generation after you, then you're, you're You're doing something wrong. Yeah. You're not doing it right, man. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You're definitely not building for your own future. Yeah. I'm not trying to, I don't want uh, all the younger rappers to, um, to like, I'm not trying to like make money off of them or do nothing like that. Like I just brought this kid known who's like just turned 19 with me on the whole I brought him on the Canada tour, the U.S. tour. Like he came with me for two and a half months on tour, and he Damn. he was eighteen. Crazy. He just graduated. I said, if you graduate, I'll bring you with you, bring you with me on tour. So he graduated, and I was like, shit. Was he thinking about dropping out or something? No, I just he's just a kid from like where out by where I live, and he's dope. You know what I mean? And he's not like my shit at all. He's super like on the new age, like wavy trap. Yeah, he's a that. teenager, man. Yeah. So, but but at the same time, he's talented, and I recognize it. So I'm not trying to. Um, make money off him i just said yo look this is how you get on spotify this is how you make a TuneCore account this is how you you know what i'm saying you make a video find a guy who makes videos in your neighborhood and start working with this guy this is your you know what i mean start collaborating build your own circle yeah Yeah. exactly you know what i'm saying and 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 for me my reward of that is knowing that i passed down knowledge to a younger cat who will appreciate the shit mm-hmm. and later in life he'll be like yeah you know snack uh back in looked the day. out for me back in the day yeah. or whatever you know what i'm saying that's all fingerprints that's man. all that's how the shit works you know yeah. what i'm saying like especially if you in longevity right mm. like i'm not trying to be the big rapper all the time I, i'm cool with being the guy who had his time and and is and is is just the local OG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm getting to an OG moment, bro. I'm damn near, I'm going to be 40 in four years, bro. Yeah, who gives a fuck, though? It's not a young man game anymore. You're right, you're right. And I still will kill all these young dudes. Of course you You know will. what I'm saying? I'm not even worried about it. But I'm saying, you know, like, it's just, uh, you know, it's about, it's all about passing on um, the knowledge that you pick up. For sure. I wouldn't so, take the OG lane too quick, man. You still got, you still got some hey, man, years, when man. you pass 10 years in anything, you're OG. Yeah. When you pass 20 years, you're double og yeah and it just keeps going bro so i'm already og in this shit oh 100 percent. but i'm still i'm still young man i can still run and i can still rap you know what i mean oh you out rap especially today especially what the kid what kids are doing today man yeah well that's what i mean (laughs) you could out rap all these guys but yeah man and the thing is too is about it is like is is a lot of is a lot of um rap fans now rap fans it's not about the lyrics right whereas like a lot of the 90s and the early 2000s shit it was really about the lyrics like you're listening to shit and you're like whoa that shit is crazy yeah hold up run that back run that back you know what i mean like let me hear that again Yeah, yeah 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 whereas now it's about the vibe it's about the beat yeah motherfuckers can say nothing yeah literally yeah. say nothing <laughs> word, word, words become instruments and you know, shit, yeah. all that you know what i mean it's yeah. a punchline it's a punchline now like like it's like a slogan now you know what i mean you, you pick you pick your slogan and you repeat it over and over again but that beat is banging and it yeah. makes the club shake uh-huh. and the bitches get crazy to it so uh-huh. that's what it is you and know that's what i'm saying what it is it's not about lyrics anymore it's weird yeah. i don't know it's a weird fucking thing because that used to be a rite of passage, right? Yeah, that was but I mean, but there still is people out there who listen to shit for the lyrics. That's 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 the point I was trying to get totally. at. Is 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 this? It's in a smaller group of people, but they still are listening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, I'm with you, man. 100. I, I don't. I don't like. Yeah, you 100. percent You've had 10, 12, 15 plus years in this, so 100. You 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 have that longevity and that history to that. 
but like uh, you're still in your prime. Yeah, bro. no, like, I'm not, you're I'm in not your even prime. Close to be, I'm not even close to being done yet, bro. Like, like you're yeah. like yeah, I'm not even fucking close. occupy that lane, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. and you, yeah, of course you're gonna have all you know these 50 rappers in in BC and Canada and Europe look up to you at a certain level, right? Mm. But it's like, oh man, like your best work is still ahead of you, of course, hundred percent, oh, of course, a hundred percent. Man, your music's changed so much. It's got it's just developed in such a way, like, and it, it still holds that. I hear a Snack the Ripper song, I know it's a Snack the Ripper song. Yeah, yeah, you're not confused. I'm not yeah. confused. Yeah. And that doesn't matter if it's a more melodic song, yeah. if it's a what street type of vibe, yeah. or whatever it is, I know who I'm listening to right now, right? And you've handed that down to, to many rappers that have kind of take that style, morphed it, made, made it their own. Like, you know, Mercules in a way is, again, taking your style, run with it, made it his own, and, yeah. and has dope creative direction with it, right? For sure, yeah. But again, like is not snack no you know what i'm saying like is completely different but is you can because tell he did it because he did it right you know what i mean oh, like shit he, he what do you did, mean by that well i mean like he i when we first got together he didn't know what he was doing either like when we first started rapping kicking it together i was more i'm more of a buzz i was right. 10 years older than him you know what i'm saying yeah. but i but you know i said be yourself do what you you know what i mean do, yeah. do look what i'm doing and then just do it your own way and and and, and do it better you yeah. know what i'm saying like learn from my mistakes bro Shit. you know yeah he and he's killing the game bro i'm so proud of that kid man like he's yeah and and it's a different it's a whole different game than what i'm in you know what i mean like he's he's uh he's really he became a very entertaining oh cat. he's a fucking you know yeah. what i'm saying like he's he's, bro, he's that panda he's, remix or whatever yeah like, he's crazy panda, dude he's crazy he's, hilarious he's crazy bro you want to talk about being yourself yeah he's like you yeah. can look at that and be like he's he's, he's being yeah. himself yeah there's no fakery there right yeah. and i respect that because that used to be that it's not the thing anymore let's just be honest like that used to be the thing like yeah are you really in the streets yeah are you really there because yeah. if you're not and you're saying you are on a record you're gonna get checked yeah exactly and you don't want to get checked right so that's just yeah. that's gone now like i just gotta get that out of your out of my fucking head right yeah it's just a different thing now um so break it down for me because as a casual fan I see stuff like, okay, so Snack, like I'm thinking Stealth Bomb, I'm thinking FN, I'm thinking like 100 Mad, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like all these different things, and I'm like, okay, how how do the pieces like fit together in this puzzle to make Snack the person who he is, and like, okay, so now Stealth Bomb, he created, who's underneath that? Like, paint the picture for me with these different organizations and how you've come up and brought all these, because like, you have a stable of people, like I don't want to say that are under you, that you but that have direct, you've directly influenced, yeah. and between all of those, like, that's a movement. Yeah. That's a movement. Like, yeah. SDK is a movement. For sure. Did you, did you, so I do want to get to that, but I also am really curious did you kind of look at um uh tech nine's model at all for sure and, and kind of move off that a little bit yeah for sure i was inspired by tech nine man and any anybody who was independent over the last 10 years like you know like really and pushing the independent angle yeah. and whatnot but i mean even with stomp down and stuff it was there's so many different gears working you know what i mean there's so many different people involved behind the scenes and right. it was just like you know it was dope man it was it's always been dope because we've always just had each other's backs mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and like and and that's what it, i mean f- for the most part i think it's like this strength in numbers thing you totally. know and i've gone i've you know like i've tried the being by myself shit and not really kicking it with anybody and and it's cool it works whatever blah blah but it's just so much better when you have a big crew of people there to support you you know what i'm saying so for sure 
I mean, with the stomp down shit, that's how it all started. It was just the graffiti, the rap. We didn't know what we were doing and shit just slowly spiraling, spiraling, spiraling and getting bigger. And, and, and I was going to Europe all the time and, you know, like, Mm. and it just kept going and kept going. And, and, and then, you know, like I said, then I started stealth bomb and then I wanted to, um, kind of like handle the, the music side of the, um, you know, rather than, you know, like right. help, helping my friends to figure out how to do this shit properly. Like, why am I the only guy making money here? Yeah, th- you know that I mean? doesn't make sense. Yeah, you yeah. you guys are all smart and talented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of you are more talented than me, man. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So, so, you know. Damn, okay, so. And then, and then as things progressed, as time goes on, right? Like, you know, like, I love effing, man. I love Stomp Down. I, I love those guys to, mm-hmm. to the death, and I'll always be Stomp Down. I got the shit tattooed on me. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I was just there right before here. Um, but you get to a point where everybody is making, everybody is stable now. We're not all <laughs> yeah. poor anymore. We're all making our money. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? We're all stable. We all yeah. are, are doing great, you know, business wise and stuff. So it's like, you know, for me to um, branch out and start doing my own merch, it made more sense. I got a kid on the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is an angle where I am paying homies to do some shit for me that I could do myself. But, you know, I got other people who I need to take care of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that, that was basically it in terms of like business with, with F and, and stomp down. You know what I mean? Like with right. those guys were just doing a lot of my merch for sure, you know, and, and also lots of other stuff too. We did tours together and yeah. it was, uh, it was like beneficial. Like I was the guy who was getting booked for, for tours. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. let these guys this, and then homies like, I got the RV, and yeah. I'm like, fucking a, you know cool, what I mean? You're on. You got the merch, you know yeah. what I mean? Let's go, let's do this, you know what I mean? And we're all gonna make money together, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you that's got how, the beers, you got the RV, you got the shirts, I got the hats. Yeah, you know, and that's what that's how we did it. We just we just um, we just pool our resources together and and make we just kind of just made shit work. Oh, you know, 100. I'm really surprised that with this whole uh, cannabis movement that we don't have the uh, snack the ripper strain. What's going on with that? Yeah. Where's that business on enterprise? Yeah, I don't know. Nah. I mean, it's cool, but I, like lane. I said, I'm trying to go leave the country and shit, and I don't want to be like tossed. Good into, fucking point. You get red flagged at the at customs really easily. You man. get red flagged any day for sure. You know, and I know a lot of those guys that are in that business. Like I know it's it's you know they're le- it's legal and we you know this is mm. we can get through it and all this shit but it's like yo i just don't have the time to sit at the airport no getting the glove in my ass you know what i mean like just for nothing just because i'm because <laughs> i got my own weed strain you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's well, yeah it's a monopoly bro and i should be in on it but i just don't care enough you know and i don't want to be i'm not a drug dealer bro you know what i mean it's sure it's i mean I smoke weed, bro. I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> I have weed on me right now. <laughs> you know, so like straight. You know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm an advocate of weed, right. but I just don't want to be. I don't want to be like a guy slanging it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like pushing it to people. Mm-hmm. If it works for you, that's great. You know, and yeah. I'm also not a capitalist. Like I said, you Ooh. know, like I'm not. Like I mean, it's a kind of a capitalist business. People are jumping in it. I've never even smoked a joint in their life. You 100%. know what I mean? They're like, oh, I got sixty grand to chip in on that. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. Do your thing. Get your money. You know? Yeah. So you're really staying on that on that artistry lane. But what's important for me as as a business as a business is just my integrity. Right. Do you right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, as right, an right. artist. Yeah. Like that's what's the most important to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't Maintain want I don't want to be remembered as a guy who had gimmicks or did this or that to 
you know, to, mm-hmm. the quick to get route. on. Yeah. My shit is slow and steady, man. It yeah. always has been. It always will be. You know. Yeah. And you, and you know, decades deep. And I'm happy with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so, always going to be consistent. Yeah. So let me play devil's advocate to that because that speaks to the whole thing of like, yeah, you put on six, seven albums now or whatever, and everything's been quality content your entire career, mm-hmm. and you can stand by, you know, album number three. You know, you can stand by album number yeah. four. Well, I mean, right? and shit gets a little bit outdated. Like, even if I look at al- album number three, I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, anything before 2012 really wasn't very good. But it has that niche um appeal right like the kids who listen to that shit think it's the best album that they've heard right right? so when you listen to album number three you're not like oh that was that time when this was in and i was doing that thing to look at that yeah it was just it was just early in artist development Yeah, nothing nothing changed nothing changed right maybe the beat changed a little bit yeah but you're just early in artist development you're not necessarily occupying a whole another lane right yeah yeah so even with that like we live in a day of mass consumption right like it's not like it used to take me a week two weeks to digest albums you know like or months even shit you know and and if there's you know you know 444 comes out like yes i'm gonna listen to it for a month and then Mm. you know shut the hell up and then you know Mm. really but Today it's mass consumption. It's singles every week. Go go yeah. go 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 go. Yeah. Your 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 attention span of a listener is way shorter now. A single is not going to run. Yeah, which is hard for a guy, for a guy like, like me. You. Yeah, who's just trying to like do quality shit. Exactly. You know I mean? So yeah, I know. I mean, like that's something that I'm that I you know like like yo. I was sitting I was sitting in my studio for like the past three nights. You know what I mean? Like, I got crazy beats on deck, but I'm like, what do I even want to say right now? Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm trying to like really think about what i want to say in my music rather than just dude i get rap i get rap about nothing or how dope i am or or how much money i have and all this shit shit. i could do that shit easily yeah i could freestyle that shit but i'm really like i'm at a point now where i've done enough of that i want to i want to say some shit that that resonates with people i want to i want to have a message you know what i mean i'm not trying to be all like on some like conscious hip-hop backpack shit i just want i just want to say something yeah you know, what have I mean? substance, have value. My strength is lyrical content, so it's like I want to, I want to convey some lyrical content. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's like that's kind of where I'm at right now with the whole shit. Is 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 I? You know, I'm I'm kind of like, you know, I'm I'm writing slower. I'm taking my like I used to write a song a day. Now I write a song a week. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'll, and I work on the shit all day. Yeah. Like I'm doing other things. I'm being dad or whatever, giving a kid a bath or whatever. But then I'm back in the the studio every single night. Like it's a yeah. seven days a week sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How do you stay disciplined doing that? Because there's no one there over your shoulder. Like snack in the studio. Yeah, I mean you have to discipline yourself. Yeah, you, you know you have that. to you have to you have to want you have to want it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for me now, like I'm comfortable where I am. I'm financially stable. I've got a kid and a wife who I fucking love and adore. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not uh, out looking for acceptance from people and shit like that. I'm I'm, I'm content where I am. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm not too content where shit is gonna start. You know, falling apart all falling this. apart mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i still look at the last song i released as like okay that was dope but i could have done this better i could have done that better i could have done that better so it's like it's a constant drive to want to one-up myself you know what i'm saying that right. keeps me going you know as a writer you mm-hmm. know i'm writing i'm i'm trying to be better you constantly know? not yeah exactly so i mean and and not being better doesn't mean like more or like rapping faster or doing this or whatever it's just i just want to make better music mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, and not even better music, but like better visuals, better creative. Yeah, exactly. Your whole and everything shit is... that goes to with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, where did that come from, man? Like you, a lot of rappers are just like, no, I'll do the music. You do that. You, yeah. You're very hands on with all the creative. We were talking about Stewie earlier. Yeah. You're very on deck with everything that you put out from you know a brand standpoint or a creative standpoint. Yeah. You're just fucking artistic in every like you got tattoos everywhere, and you know it's not just well, that's music. Not, that's not very like original, but, but well, you like know what it, I'm well, that's just who I am. I was just you got go. a lot of drunken bad decisions but <laughs> but I, I i hear what you're saying you right know? yeah so i mean so why so hands-on with that why not just let someone else handle it because i want because it's my brand you Good know what i mean it's my, it's my brand and and, and i'm in control of 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 it you know what mm-hmm. i mean and and that's where that's why i'm i'm successful at what i do is mm-hmm. because i know I know what I'm doing and I know who the people are who listen to my shit and I cater to those people. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, uh, there's a little bit of delusion in there, but not very Mm, much. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even say that. And of course, you know, now we're living in a day and age where everything, it's like, it's like, you know, it's 80%, it's 20% talent and 80% hard work. You know what I'm saying? So, I try not to even think about that. I fucking hate waiting for people. I hate, I fucking hate it. I hate it with a passion, especially yeah. if it's some shit like as trivial as like a tour poster. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, get on that or shit. Or updating my website or whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yo, why not just take eight hours, sit and there, do it. fucking learn it, right? Yeah. And then boom. You get know? it done. I can do Photoshop. I can do Final Cut. I can edit Damn. videos. I can do all of, all of the shit. Yeah, you're producing. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, that. But again, that's like that's a gift and a curse. Yeah, because I'm course. the same way. That's a gift and a curse. Of like, course, because you start holding other people to certain standards, and all of a sudden, like, man, you don't got to understand people don't work like you. Yeah, everybody works different. Everyone works different, yeah. and you got to have like we were talking about um, uh, Stewie earlier, like creative fucking genius. Yeah, that you yeah. worked with for a long time, but yeah. works very different from you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard to do. Work with those different personality types and motivate those different personality types. For sure, but 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 when you get comfortable, like when you start working with somebody, uh, uh, and you the years go on over and over, you really start to like get to know each other and like. You know, me yeah. and me and Stewie, we work great together. Like, like I'll make the song, I'll send it to him. I'll say, you know, this video should be dark or wet, mm-hmm. or raining mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he's like, oh, I got a fucking great idea. I know this guy who's got a car. You know what I mean? And then yeah, we yeah, just yeah. we we just start going talking about shit. And 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 me and that guy, like, we just got away with a lot of shit with zero <laughs> planning. You know what I mean? Like, he's such a like a harmless looking dude. Yeah. You know, so he goes and talks to me. Hey, can we, excuse me, ma'am, can we borrow your rascal? <laughs> you know, you know those little things old people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I would, do you think that old lady's going to let me ride a rascal if, if yeah, yeah. you know, but Stewie goes up, she asks, he asks politely. Yeah. She, oh, why not? You know, yeah, and next thing you know, I'm fucking rolling on the rascal. Who's that guy? Stewie's shooting, there's smoke blowing down the street. Yeah, Fire yeah. trucks are coming because there's so much smoke. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we're out. What's the wildest experience you've had shooting a music video? They're all crazy. They're all crazy? Yeah. And there's not one that sticks out to you? There's lots, man. Like, just like the ones that involve wildlife, like scorpions and tarantulas and yeah. shit like that. What was that video you just put out? Or not, not just put out, but a little while ago. You I did that. See, I did a, I'm good. I had a scorpion in oh, it. Right. And this guy's like, oh, he's not going to sting you. Don't worry. And I'm just like watching this thing like crawl around. Like, it's so just creepy shit. Creepy. You know, but but uh, overall, I mean, you know, we, we, we do shit gorilla style, right? Like, we don't it. get permits. We don't. Okay, here's a crazy one. We, we, we shot a video. It's called uh, Lesson Learned. Okay. Like, like a year and a half ago and 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 i was like yo i want to make it look like i'm gonna do a van city video but i want but i don't want it to be i want it to be empty 
everywhere. I don't want to see a fucking car go by. I don't want to see a fucking person walking in the background. It has to be empty. And I want to shoot it in all locations where it's always busy. Yeah. And Stewie's like, well, how the fuck are we going to do that? And I'm like, we're going to, he's going to hate that I did his voice like that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's exactly how he sounds. Fuck you, Stewie. No gimmicks. Let's Um, go. Anyway, yeah. So, so I mean, so, so we started shooting at 2 a.m. every night until five or six, right? And we did it three nights in a row. But like, that was crazy. Like walking across Lionsgate Bridge at 4.30 in the morning and there's no cars. And I'm just walking up the bridge right and he's like following me and and he's yelling at me he's like he's like car coming up behind me car coming up right (laughs) the car drive slows down they're like what the fuck are these guys doing walking in the middle of the bridge i don't know he's a stewie's a genius man he knows what he's doing and 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 he's he's got a good eye for like the the scenes that you know he'll make you look good you know i'm not like the most you know they say 10 uh, camera adds 10 pounds well camera adds 30 for the old ripper you know what i'm saying but he still makes me look good man you know what i mean he picks the good scenes man he 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 knows how he knows the scenes i like you know so yeah yeah yeah. no he's a genius you get you get you get uh chemistry with people from working with them for 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 years right and then and now i don't even like doing videos with other people i i like the mayhem of Of shooting with stewie yeah Oh, so that's super cool. So creatively, like what's going on? So I know you went to Europe. Um, yeah. When's the next album coming out? We're thirsty over here. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to just drop some content. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's content driven. So yep. I've dropped a couple singles over the last couple months, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. gonna probably just do the single thing into the summer, and then uh, we'll see where I'm at with the album. But I'm working on a new album. There's one in the works. Dope. But it's a slow process. That's all right. Yeah. Well, as long as like it's you gotta spoon feed fans. Yeah. Right? Like keep exactly. them keep the taste buds active, right? Yeah. And like for me, my discography has always been an album every two years, mm-hmm. and like I could do more, but like I feel like I grow and I change so much in that two years that like that's why my albums are, you know, they get the response <laughs> that they get is because I'm not they're not watching me grow on a day to day basis. They they think they know me on this album and then two years later i come back and it's like oh who the fuck is this guy you know what i'm saying so and i don't mean to do that that's just what happens it's a natural part of it it's like you know we all grow and change and shit and Mm -hmm. and uh and i think that when you don't just pump shit out all the time people recognize that more they recognize the change and the and shit because it's directly contrast they don't see you every single day yeah of course and you don't see that's another thing too being a public figure has changed a lot too. Now it's all about micro content, going live, yeah. snapping here, pick here, da 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 da. Like the ripper doesn't necessarily move like that. No, not at all. I don't think you want people in your face like that. You don't no. even do interviews. No, I don't. You know, and, and like I mean, I like to do live streams and shit, and like talk to the fans and stuff like that. But right. overall, it's not like I'm not on that shit every single day. Of course, you know. And I'm thankful that I have the fans I do still. You know, mm-hmm. like when I do release some shit they come they come out they support they share it they comment on it and and that's cool man i like that you know what i mean they're still they're riding with me they know what i'm about they're gonna they're always gonna be there yeah they're always gonna be there i feel like that i feel like the people who are listening they they know they know what i'm what i'm doing you know i'm not like uh you know gimmick yeah yeah i'm just uh i'm 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 one of the uh i'm one of the last uh one of the guys who's doing it old school one of the real ones one of the last ones surviving man i guess i mean that's shit i'll say it um so at this point in the game you've had like you've gone number one you got a core fan base you've toured everywhere Mm -hmm. what are your goals man what do you want to do now like what's big do you have like things you really want to check off and really want to accomplish 
not like rap related not rap related no like i mean a little bit like there's some festivals here and there that i never get booked on that i'd like to get booked on you know like Mm. there's little like realistic goals you know what i mean and and i focus on those and we and we and we we crush them you know what i'm saying and that's how you get it done but like but like overall like you know most of my my real goals in life are life you know what i mean is life related shit you know like Mm -hmm. trying to juggle going away for months at a time but also being a good dad (laughs) you know what i mean um like there's just you know yeah man there's a lot of you know there's a lot of uh uncertainty in my life Mm. but with music Mm -hmm. but but not with everything else yeah everything else is fairly stable yeah because i mean it's like uh it's a fucking unstable business that we're in you know what i mean and luckily for me like i said i never took the the fad route you know what i mean it's like one one of my homeboys told me once he's like yo who is that motherfucker what is his name oh i remember it's on the tip of my tongue uh i don't know bro trinidad james trinidad james he's like just remember trinidad james is popular once bro and i was like fuck i was like you're right man he's like people yeah there's so many dudes just coming and going and coming and going is like do you yeah. want to be that or do you want to be a dude who's been here you and know all i get is trinidad trinidad james wait a minute that's lame i think that's j cole yeah I it's just know. all that j shit, cole's bro. the shit bro like like there's yeah, a who lot are you, of who are you tuned in today like who are you really like, tuned I like, into today? i like new rappers but but i like i dislike more new rappers you know what i'm saying like i'm <laughs> there's not gonna, more that are bad i'm not gonna be like the old like 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 one of the like you know the my generation of rappers who's like oh these new guys fucking suck you know what i mean yeah, i'm not yeah. that guy man yeah, yeah, j yeah. cole is fucking dope dude schoolboy yeah. q is dope like Hell there's yeah. a lot of dudes who are still like like you know they can do the rap shit they can do the singing shit they can you know their shit sounds classic to me yeah you know what i mean for sure no so, for sure and it's quality it's super quality there's, yeah. a, there's a there's a people hate and are like oh music is at a terrible place yeah. dude music's at a great place of course music's at a beautiful place right now yeah man. it's accessible to so many people like you just like based off of soundcloud alone right the I music mean, industry alone this year made more money than it has since the you know 2006 80, or, oh, or oh, 2000 yeah, some like some, that, right? yeah like when napster and all that shit really crushed the music industry right it was mm-hmm. like been in recession for so long yeah yeah, yeah. you know but it's it's good, man. Things are good. So I, I like I like a you know anybody new coming out and doing their thing. I'm all about it if Hell it's yeah. if it's has a message. Mm-hmm. If I if because that's how I resonate with shit. I do listen to shit just for the beat. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know I mean I'm like the shit I really listen to and that like makes goosebumps on my arm stand up and shit. That's the kind of music fan I like. I like yeah, yeah, that yeah. that shit. You know what I'm saying? For so. Sure. And there's a lot of rappers that do that shit, you know? Nowadays, new, a lot of the new guys, but a lot of new guys suck. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. There's always going to be balance, right? Exactly, exactly. It is yeah, it's it been is. like that for years. It's been like Oh, this, man, there's, there's, been, there's, there's, there's always been terrible yeah, people. Like, mass course. market is a weird place to and be. And every musical genre has uh, sub-genres, and, 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 you know, yeah. maybe not as many as hip-hop, but, like, for the most part. No, it is what it is. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. Nah, I've been there. So when it's all said and done, I'll leave you with this, man. When it's all said and done, like, what do you want the story of your career to be? Like, if you could write out the next couple chapters... How do you want this shit to go? What's the exit plan around it? How do you want to go out? I mean, I'm not saying you're going to go out, but I'm saying when this is like, you know, 15 years down the line, 10 years down the line, whatever that number yeah. is for you, yeah. what do you want those chapters to look like? I mean, I don't know because I, I like I said, like, I, like right now I feel like I've, uh, I've accomplished like 
everything that I was a dream for me before. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, I've, 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 I've done it. I made the, to the, that point. So for me now, it's more about just staying here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, yeah. I just want to just keep doing it. I might not be a rapper forever and shit, but I'll always be involved in music. I'll, I have too many skills involved in this business to, to just to just, to just to not do it anymore. You know what I mean? I yeah. can manage an artist. Mm-hmm. I could be, be a producer. I could mm-hmm. direct videos. I could do really anything I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and so, I mean, with that being said, I'll always be financially stable uh, you'll always yeah. be around too yeah exactly yeah, your i'm not always i'm not going anywhere man yeah you know yeah, this man. is this is like you get a you get a, a calling in your life and and you you know like that's 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 why i started so late man because i didn't know what i wanted to do or who i was and mm-hmm. then i i found something and i realized oh shit i'm good at this people are noticing me and i stuck with it hell yeah you know what i'm saying and that was it and that's now it. and now i'm i'm content man i'm happy yeah i'm just not content as an artist you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. your you artistry's be, growing. You, yeah, you can't be a content as an artist, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a certain level, but I don't know. I feel you, bro. Like hey, I said, I'm trying to show myself up every time, bro. Every every album's getting better. There's not Thanks, been a, there's not been a regression, 100. percent Thanks, bro. Aesthetically, lyrically, concept wise, storytelling wise. Thanks, man. It's like it's fun as a fan. That's how you know. That, that's how you know good artists. It's fun being a fan. Yeah. You're not just consuming music. Yeah, yeah. You're like a, you're there, and yeah. you're you're like oh shit, he couldn't do that album that he couldn't do that style two albums ago. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I can't wait for the next album when he can pick up these new skills or whatever it mm. may be skills that don't even exist yet. Yeah. That's fucking fun as a fan, man. So, and you know what? You should uh, you should do some more interviews, man. You're, 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 you got a fucking, you have a story to tell. You have a personality. You're, you're so much more than a fucking rapper, than an artist. There's so much underneath there. People miss out on that shit. That's why I wanted to have you on. Yeah, There's well. so many levels, you know, to snack that, you know, people would eat up. Yeah. And people would love, so... I, I appreciate know. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, for sure, man. It was a, it was a good talk. My guy, I really appreciate you, man. Till next time. Definitely my most uh, in-depth little uh, conversation yeah hell yeah you know so, i love i love peeling back those fucking layers and understanding the business and understanding the emotions behind that's beautiful man that's what's um up. so where can people go see you uh snack yes sir yeah or go find me on instagram at snack the ripper s-n-a-k-t-h-e-r-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-i-